anemia can be described as a reduction in the oxygen-carrying capacity of the blood. This is usually caused by a decrease in the levels of red blood cells. This causes a reduction in the ratio of the volume of RBC and a general decrease in hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a protein that is responsible for transporting oxygen in the blood. It is a molecule that is comprised of four subunits, each containing an iron atom bound to a heme group. The most common cause of anemia is due to iron deficiency. The body needs iron to make hemoglobin, if there is not enough iron, hemoglobin cannot be made. Anemia has three main causes, these include, blood loss, lack of red blood cell production and high rates of red blood cell destruction. Blood loss can lead to a condition called erythroid hyperplasia, which is a condition of excessive immature red blood cells. Erythroid hyperplasia is usually a compensatory condition which can be due to hemolytic anemia, iron deficiency anemia, thalassemia, thrombotic thrombocytopenic purpura, TTP, and erythromyeloid. Loss of blood can be acute or chronic in acute blood loss, if the person survives, the marrow replaces the RBC. Chronic is long-term anemia that happens when the iron levels are depleted. This can happen as a result of GI bleeds, anemia, 2019. Dash. Individuals can also develop anemias from the reduced production of RBC, erythropoiesis. These types of anemias arise as a result of a deficiency in substrates necessary for RBC production. For example, megaloblastic anemias, arise from folate and vitamin B12 deficiency. They are characterized by the presence of megaloblasts in the bone marrow and macrocytes in the blood. Megaloblastic anemia can also result from rare inborn errors of metabolism of folate and vitamin B12. Symptoms include, muscle weakness, abnormal pale skin, swollen tongue, loss of appetite, and a fast heart rate. Another example is pernicious anemia. Pernicious anemia results from lack of intrinsic factors that are normally produced by the parietal cells in the stomach. Intrinsic factors are important for the body's synthesis of B12. Lack of intrinsic factors is probably due to the autoimmune response to parietal cells. Vitamin B12 is a water-soluble substance that is present naturally in some food and available as dietary supplements and prescription medication. Vitamin B12 exists in several forms and contains the mineral cobalt. B12 is required for proper RBC formation, neurological function and DNA synthesis. Vitamin B12 that is bound to protein is released by the action of hydrochloric acid and gastric protease in the stomach. When vitamin B12 is added to fortified foods and dietary supplements, it is already in free form and does not require this separation step. The main causes of vitamin B12 deficiency include, vitamin B12 malabsorption from food, post-surgical malabsorption and pernicious anemia. Office of Dietary Supplements, Vitamin B12, 2020. Dash. Types of Anemia. Hemolytic Anemia. This type of anemia is caused by the destruction of the RBC prematurely. There are several types of hemolytic anemias, diagnosis is based on the underlying cause. Conditions that can lead to fast destruction of RBC include, sickle cell anemias, thalassemia and bone marrow failure. Also, it can be as a side effect of blood transfusion and medications such as cephalosporins, levodopa, levofloxacin, and nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory can cause hemolytic anemia. Hemolytic anemia can develop suddenly or slowly, it can range from mild to severe. Signs and symptoms include, fatigue, dizziness, heart palpitation, pale skin, headaches, confusion, jaundice and enlargement of the spleen or liver, drug-induced immune hemolytic anemia, 2019. Dash. 
hereditary spherocytosis. This is an autosomal dominant disorder, resulting in membrane defects or reduction in protein that codes for spectrin. Spectrin is a cytoskeletal protein that lines the intracellular side in eukaryotic cells. RBCs become spherical, less deformable and are more prone to destruction in the spleen. The cells lose their membranes spontaneously which results in them becoming spherical. They appear as small cells with small central areas missing when the cells are stained. There are four forms of hereditary spherocytosis, which are distinguished by the severity of symptoms. They are known as mild form, moderate form, moderate-slash-severe form, and the severe form, hereditary spherocytosis, 2019. Sickle cell anemia. This is a hereditary disease due to point mutation, the RBCs appear sickle-shaped. This results in the chronic hemolytic state. The cell membrane is rigid and non-deformable. Results in the sickle cells being destroyed in the spleen. The average survival days of the sickle cells is 20 days, normal RBC lifespan is 115 days. Microvascular occlusions also happen because the membrane is not elastic. This increases the chances of the RBC's adherence to the endothelium of the capillaries which then cause blockage of the small vessels. The severity of symptoms will vary from person to person. Sickle cell anemia can lead to various serious acute and chronic conditions. For example, hemolytic crisis happens when there is an accelerated drop in the levels of hemoglobin, this is particularly common in people with coexisting G6PD deficiency. G6PD is an enzyme designed to produce reduced glutathione in the RBC monophosphate hexose pathway. Glutathione aids in the prevention of oxidative damage to the hemoglobin and other intracellular structures. Sickle cell anemia is most common in black people, pernicious anemia, National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute, Milby, 2019. Aplastic anemia Happens because of damage to the stem cells inside the bone marrow, aplastic anemia can happen suddenly or slowly and can be mild or severe. Risk factors include genetics, some medications and certain environmental toxins. The low levels of blood cells increase the likelihood of developing complications such as arrhythmias and heart failure. Other symptoms include fatigue, easy bruising and infections that last for a long time. Treatment depends on the underlying cause, it may include immunosuppressants, blood transfusion and bone marrow transplants, aplastic anemia, National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute, Milby, 2019. Dash. References Hannah, J. Wernig, M. Marco Alaki, S. Sun, C. W. Meissner, A. Cassidy, J. P. Janish, R. 2007. Treatment of Sickle Cell Anemia Mouse Model with IP Cells Generated from Autologous Skin. Science, 318,858, 1920-1923. DOI, 10.1126-science.1152092. Fitzsimons, E. J. and Brock, J. H. 2001. The anemia of chronic disease remains hard to distinguish from iron deficiency anemia in some cases. BMJ, British Medical Journal, 322-7290-811. Butler, E. and West, C. 2005. Hematologic differences between African Americans and whites, the roles of iron deficiency and alpha-thalassemia on hemoglobin levels and mean corpuscular volume. Blood, 106 740-745.
http colon slash slash doi dot org slash ten dot eleven eighty two slash blood two thousand five oh two oh seven one three anemia twenty nineteen text National Library of Medicine retrieved june eleventh twenty twenty from https colon slash slash medlineplus.gov slash anemia dot html aplastic anemia National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, Milby. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.milby.nih.gov slash health topic slash aplastic anemia. Drug-induced immune hemolytic anemia, Medline Plus Medical Encyclopedia. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020 from https colon slash slash medlineplus.gov slash nc slash article slash 000578.htm Office of Dietary Supplements, Vitamin B12 N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash odds.odd.nih.gov slash factsheets slash vitamin 12 health professional slash pernicious anemia, national heart Lung and Blood Institute, Milby. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.milby.nih.gov slash health topic slash pernicious anemia. Reference, G. H. 2019. Hereditary Spherocytosis. Genetics Home Reference. Retrieved June 11, 2020. From https colon slash slash ghr at nlm.nih.gov slash condition slash hereditary spherocytosis. Dash. Part 1. About 10% of Australians over the age of 70 have delirium at the time of admission to the hospital, and a further 8% will develop delirium while in hospital. The incidence of delirium is higher in certain hospital wings, with more than 30% of patients with delirium following hip or cardiac surgery. Delirium Clinical Care Standard, Australian Commission on Safety and Quality in Healthcare, 2019. Delirium is defined as an acute impairment in the global cognitive function that develops over a short period of time and tends to fluctuate during the day. Delirium represents a decomposition of cerebral function in response to one or more pathological stressors. People with delirium have an increased risk of death, falls and have a greater chance of developing dementia. Gual et al., 2018. In a study done in a subacute unit found that dementia was one of the main risk factors for delirium and delirium itself led to poor clinical and functional outcomes. Another cause of delirium in the elderly is infection. Kaswardani and Sugi, 2017, found infection to be an important cause of delirium in elderly patients. In the elderly patients with infection, the high IL-6 and sepsis have a strong relationship with the severity of delirium. Interleukin-6, IL-6 is a protein that is produced by a number of cells, it helps regulate immune response, it can be elevated with inflammation, infection, autoimmune disorders, CV diseases, and some cancers, Aurelie et al., 2013. Delirium can often be traced to one or more contributing factors, such as chronic illness, changes to metabolic imbalance, medication, infection, and drug intoxication or withdrawal, top 4 evidence-based nursing interventions for delirium, library search, 2017. Delirium can also be considered a disorder of consciousness as experience is altered. During the state of delirium, delusions and hallucinations may occur as the patients experience their own alternate reality, Sanders, 2011. 
delirium presents with a wide range of symptoms and a continuum of psychomotor behaviors. Hypoactive delirium is characterized by apathy, decreased responsiveness, and withdrawal. Hypoactive delirium tends to receive less clinical attention than hyperactive delirium. Like all deliriums it can happen in a variety of patients and settings, it can be more difficult to recognize and is associated with worse outcomes than hyperactive delirium. Hyperactive delirium is characterized by restlessness, agitation, and emotional liability. Because patients with hyperactive delirium are at increased risk of self-harm, they tend to be perceived as higher risk by clinical staff, Hosker and Ward, 2017. Drugs have widely been associated with the development of delirium in the elderly and represent the most common reversible cause of this condition. Knowing this is important because treatment of delirium is dependent on identifying the underlying cause. Medication known to increase the risk of delirium in the elderly include anticholinergic, tranquilizers, painkillers, and narcotics. For example, in the elderly disopyramide which has a strong anticholinergic effect can induce delirium, Alagaya Krishnan and Weens, 2004. As people age, there is a general reduction in the renal clearance, sometimes even in normal doses medications such as digoxin can accumulate and cause delirium. Also, medications like diuretics can cause delirium due to dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. Another risk factor in the elderly, is polypharmacy, studies indicate that the number of medications the elderly take is a risk factor for delirium, Nikui et al., 2019. This is because residents using a lot of medications tend to have a significant number of comorbidities. Sometimes it is due to the way drugs interact in the body. For example, heart failure patients are increased risk of delirium. Patients with heart failure have reduced metabolism due to hepatic congestion and reduced elimination of drugs caused by renal insufficiency. Also, in stroke and dementia patient there is an impairment of the blood-brain barrier integrity. This allows more and more, potentially toxic drugs to reach the brain. Because of the relative increase in fat mass as people age, medications that have a high affinity to fat, tend to have increased volume of distribution. Which then affects how long it takes for half of the drug to be eliminated, Alagaya Krishnan and Weens, 2004. Several global systems are thought to be involved in the development of brain dysfunction. There are several neurotransmitters believed to be involved in the development of delirium, these include, acetylcholine, serotonin, dopamine, and gamma-immunobutyric acid. Areas of the body that are most sensitive to changes in the neurotransmitters are the cerebral cortex, striatum, substantia nigra, and thalamus, Ali et al., 2011. When there is a neurotransmitter imbalance through disease or psychoactive medication, thalamic dysfunction may lead to sensory overload and hyperarousal. For example, dopamine is responsible for regulating mood, behavior, and cognitive function. In general, a deficiency in dopamine causes extrapyramidal symptoms such as restlessness, muscle rigidity, and tremors. While an excess in dopamine is associated with a range of psychotic disorders, a deficiency or excess of dopamine in delirium may be associated with hypoactive or hyperactive subtypes of delirium. Smith et al., 2009. Management of delirium requires a fast identification of the cause and good supportive care therapy. Pharmacological management of delirium is usually not needed and should never be used as the first-line management, delirium and behaviorally disturbed older patients, management, Emergency Care Institute, 2017. Food and fluid intake should be given carefully, because the patient may be unwilling or physically not able to maintain a balanced intake. 
For individuals suspected of having alcohol toxicity or withdrawal, therapy should include multivitamins, especially thiamine. The environment should also be stable, quiet, well-lit, and discourage daytime napping to aid nighttime sleep. In addition, reorientation techniques or memory cures such as calendar, large clocks, and family photos may also be helpful. The aim of nursing management for delirium is to maintain agitation at manageable levels and prevent the patient from becoming violent. And to also prevent the patient from harming themselves and others, Victoria State Government, 2020. If non-pharmacological interventions and verbal de-escalations are not successful, use of medications may be necessary. Once is prescribed these medications must be evaluated frequently, especially in people with dementia. All available antipsychotics and benzodiazepines are listed as potentially inappropriate, even at low doses. These medications may increase adverse effects such as prolonged sedation or paradoxical agitation in older patients, Shenby et al., 2020. Nikui et al., 2019, in a systematic review on the use of antipsychotics for the management of delirium found that, their routine use for treatment of delirium in adult patient did not improve patient outcome. The study review further found that, even though there was little evidence for neurological harm, antipsychotics had a tendency for more frequent and potentially serious cardiac effects. When medications are used for agitation in delirium patients the aim is not sedation, but rather sufficient treatment for safe symptoms management, Shenby et al., 2020. Dash. Delirium v. Dementia. In order to make a diagnosis of dementia, delirium must be ruled out. However, individuals with dementia are at increased risk of delirium and in some cases, they may have both, dementia and delirium, 2020. Conclusion This paper has covered what delirium is, the role the dopaminergic system has in the development of delirium and the effects certain medications, infections, and chronic illnesses have in the development of delirium in the elderly. The paper looks at some ways to manage delirium, both pharmacologically and non-pharmacologically. The paper ends by looking at some of the differences between delirium and dementia. It is important to remember that if delirium is suspected, seek medical help straight away. References Alagaya Krishnan, K. and Weens, C., 2004. An Approach to Drug-Induced Delirium in the Elderly. Postgraduate Medical Journal, 8945, 388-393 https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1136 slash pgmj.2003.017236. Ali, S. Patel, M. Jabin, S. Bailey, R. K. Patel, T. Shahid, M. Riley, W. J. and Arine, A. 2011. Insight into Delirium. Innovations in Clinical Neuroscience, 810. 25-34. Delirium and Behaviorally Disturbed Older Patients, Management, Emergency Care Institute. N.D. Retrieved June 22, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.aci.health.nsw.gov.au slash network slash ECI slash clinical slash clinical resources slash clinical tools slash aged care slash delirium and management of behaviorally disturbed older patients slash delirium and behaviorally disturbed older pat ions management. Delirium Clinical Care Standard, Australian Commission on Safety and Quality in Healthcare. N.D. Retrieved June 24, 2020, 
from https colon slash slash www.safetyandquality.gov.au slash our work slash clinical care standard slash delirium clinical care standard. Dementia and delirium. ND. Retrieved June 24, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.hopkinsmedicine.org slash dex slash series slash dementia.html. Gual, N. Morandi, A. Perez, L. M. Brits, L. Burbano, P. Mann, F. and Insitari, M. 2018. Risk Factors and Outcomes of Delirium in Older Patients Admitted to Post-Acute Care with and Without Dementia. Dementia and Geriatric Cognitive Disorders, 45 half, 121-129. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1159-0048-5794. Hosker, C. and Ward, D. 2017. Hypoactive Delirium. BMJ, 357. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1136 slash bmj.j 2047. Kiswardani, R, A, T, and Sugi, Y, S, 2017. Factors related to the severity of delirium in the elderly patients with infection. Gerontology and Geriatric Medicine, 3. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.11772 quadrillion 333,721,417,739,188. Nick R. Newfeld, K. J. O. E. S. Wilson, L. M. Zhang, A. Robinson, K. A. and Needham, D. M. 2019. Antipsychotics for Treating Delirium in Hospitalized Adults, a Systematic Review. Annals of Internal Medicine, 171-785-495-https://doi.org/10.7326/m191860. O'Reilly, S. Kant, R. Kikomska, M. and Van Lar, J. M. 2013. Interleukin 6. A New Therapeutic Target in Systemic Sclerosis? Clinical and Translational Immunology, 24E4. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1038 slash cti.2013.2. Sanders, R. D. 2011. Hypothesis for the Pathophysiology of Delirium, Role of Baseline Brain Network Connectivity and Changes in Inhibitory Tone. Medical Hypotheses, 771. 140 to 143. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash Services D. of H and H. ND. Preventing and Managing Delirium in Older People in Hospital. Department of Health and Human Services. Retrieved June 24, 2020. From https colon slash slash www.health.bit.gov.au, 443 slash hospitals and health services slash patient care slash older people slash cognition slash delirium slash delirium preventing. Shenvey, C. Kennedy, M. Austin, C. A. Wilson, M. P. Girardi, M. and Schneider, S. 2020. Managing Delirium and Agitation in the Older Emergency Department Patient, The Adept Tool.
Annals of Emergency Medicine, 752 Smith, H. A. B. Fuchs, D. C. Panharapant, P. P. Bar, F. E. and E. Lee, E. W. 2009. Delirium, an emerging frontier in management of critically ill children. Critical Care Clinics, 253-593-X. HTTPS colon slash slash doi dot org slash ten dot ten sixteen slash jade dot ccc dot two thousand nine dot o five dot o o two. Top four evidence-based nursing interventions for delirium. Library search. ND. Retrieved June twenty second, twenty twenty, from https colon slash slash eds dot dot com slash ed slash fewer slash fewer. Bid equals 2 and SID equals 99 A 69 E 70 92 93 4 98 8 86 F 8 A 2 A 42 37 Yacht 2 D percent 40 PDCV Sesboro 6. Anemia can be described as a reduction in the oxygen carrying capacity of the blood. This is usually caused by a decrease in the levels of red blood cells. This causes a reduction in the ratio of the volume of RBC and a general decrease in hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a protein that is responsible for transporting oxygen in the blood. It is a molecule that is comprised of four subunits, each containing an iron atom bound to a heme group. The most common cause of anemia is due to iron deficiency. The body needs iron to make hemoglobin, if there is not enough iron, hemoglobin cannot be made. Anemia has three main causes, these include, blood loss, lack of red blood cell production and high rates of red blood cell destruction. Blood loss can lead to a condition called erythroid hyperplasia, which is a condition of excessive immature red blood cells. Erythroid hyperplasia is usually a compensatory condition which can be due to hemolytic anemia, iron deficiency anemia, thalassemia, thrombotic thrombocytopenic purpura, TTP, and erythromyeloid. Loss of blood can be acute or chronic in acute blood loss, if the person survives, the marrow replaces the RBC. Chronic is long-term anemia that happens when the iron levels are depleted. This can happen as a result of GI bleeds, anemia, 2019. Dash. Individuals can also develop anemias from the reduced production of RBC, erythropoiesis. These types of anemias arise as a result of a deficiency in substrates necessary for RBC production. For example, megaloblastic anemias arise from folate and vitamin B12 deficiency. They are characterized by the presence of megaloblasts in the bone marrow and macrocytes in the blood. Megaloblastic anemia can also result from rare inborn errors of metabolism of folate and vitamin B12. Symptoms include, muscle weakness, abnormal pale skin, swollen tongue, loss of appetite, and a fast heart rate. Another example is pernicious anemia. Pernicious anemia results from lack of intrinsic factors that are normally produced by the parietal cells in the stomach. Intrinsic factors are important for the body's synthesis of B12. Lack of intrinsic factors is probably due to the autoimmune response to parietal cells. Vitamin B12 is a water-soluble substance that is present naturally in some food and available as dietary supplements and prescription medication. Vitamin B12 exists in several forms and contains the mineral cobalt. B12 is required for proper RBC formation, neurological function and DNA synthesis. 
Vitamin B12 that is bound to protein is released by the action of hydrochloric acid and gastric protease in the stomach. When vitamin B12 is added to fortified foods and dietary supplements, it is already in free form and does not require this separation step. The main causes of vitamin B12 deficiency include, vitamin B12 malabsorption from food, post-surgical malabsorption and pernicious anemia, Office of Dietary Supplements, Vitamin B12, 2020. Dash. Types of Anemia. Hemolytic Anemia. This type of anemia is caused by the destruction of the RBC prematurely. There are several types of hemolytic anemias, diagnosis is based on the underlying cause. Conditions that can lead to fast destruction of RBC include, sickle cell anemias, thalassemia and bone marrow failure. Also, it can be as a side effect of blood transfusion and medications such as cephalosporins, levodopa, levofloxacin, and nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory can cause hemolytic anemia. Hemolytic anemia can develop suddenly or slowly, it can range from mild to severe. Signs and symptoms include, fatigue, dizziness, heart palpitation, pale skin, headaches, confusion, jaundice and enlargement of the spleen or liver, drug-induced immune hemolytic anemia, 2019. Dash. Hereditary spherocytosis. This is an autosomal dominant disorder, resulting in membrane defects or reduction in protein that codes for spectrin. Spectrin is a cytoskeletal protein that lines the intracellular side in eukaryotic cells. RBCs become spherical, less deformable and are more prone to destruction in the spleen. The cells lose their membranes spontaneously which results in them becoming spherical. They appear as small cells with small central areas missing when the cells are stained. There are four forms of hereditary spherocytosis, which are distinguished by the severity of symptoms. They are known as mild form, moderate form, moderate-slash-severe form, and the severe form, hereditary spherocytosis, 2019. Sickle cell anemia. This is a hereditary disease due to point mutation, the RBCs appear sickle-shaped. This results in the chronic hemolytic state. The cell membrane is rigid and non-deformable. Results in the sickle cells being destroyed in the spleen. The average survival days of the sickle cells is 20 days, normal RBC lifespan is 115 days. Microvascular occlusions also happen because the membrane is not elastic. This increases the chances of the RBC's adherence to the endothelium of the capillaries which then cause blockage of the small vessels. The severity of symptoms will vary from person to person. Sickle cell anemia can lead to various serious acute and chronic conditions. For example, hemolytic crisis happens when there is an accelerated drop in the levels of hemoglobin, this is particularly common in people with coexisting G6PD deficiency. G6PD is an enzyme designed to produce reduced glutathione in the RBC monophosphate hexose pathway. Glutathione aids in the prevention of oxidative damage to the hemoglobin and other intracellular structures. Sickle cell anemia is most common in black people, pernicious anemia, National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute, Milby, 2019. Aplastic anemia Happens because of damage to the stem cells inside the bone marrow, aplastic anemia can happen suddenly or slowly and can be mild or severe. Risk factors include genetics, some medications and certain environmental toxins. The low levels of blood cells increase the likelihood of developing complications such as arrhythmias and heart failure. Other symptoms include, fatigue, easy bruising and infections that last for a long time. Treatment depends on the underlying cause, it may include, 
immunosuppressants, blood transfusion and bone marrow transplants, aplastic anemia, National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute, Nobi, 2019. Dash. References. Hannah, J. Wernig, M. Marco Alaki, S. Sun, C. W. Meissner, A. Cassidy, J. P. Janish, R. 2007. Treatment of Sickle Cell Anemia Mouse Model with IP Cells Generated from Autologous Skin. Science, 318,858, 1920-1923. DOI, 10.1126-science.1152092. Simons, E. J. and Brock, J. H. 2001. The Anemia of Chronic Disease remains hard to distinguish from iron deficiency anemia in some cases. BMJ, British Medical Journal, 322-7290-811. Butler, E. and West, C., 2005. Hematologic Differences Between African Americans and Whites, The Roles of Iron Deficiency and Alphathalassemia on Hemoglobin Levels and Mean Corpuscular Volume. Blood, 1062. 740-745. HTTP colon slash slash doi dot org slash 10.1182 slash blood 2005020713. Anemia. 2019. Text. National Library of Medicine. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash medlineplus.gov slash anemia dot html. Aplastic anemia. National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, Nilby. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.nilby.nih.gov slash health topic slash aplastic anemia. Drug-induced immune hemolytic anemia, Medline Plus Medical Encyclopedia. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash medlineplus.gov slash nc slash article slash 000578.htm Office of Dietary Supplements, Vitamin B12 ND Retrieved June 11, 2020 from https colon slash slash odds.odd.nih.gov slash factsheets slash vitamin 12 health Professional slash Pernicious Anemia, National Heart Lung and Blood Institute, Milby. N.D. Retrieved June 11, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.milby.nih.gov slash health topic slash pernicious anemia. Reference, G. H. 2019. Hereditary Spherocytosis. Genetics Home Reference. Retrieved June 11, 2020. From https colon slash slash ghr at nlm.nih.gov slash condition slash hereditary spherocytosis. Dash. Part 1.